The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present. Ball in his hands. Game on the line. Buddy, no. Tipped up by Dad. Hit the horn. Hardwood takeaways. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Hello and welcome to Hardwood Takeaways on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. You can find me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. Boy, did you all dodge a bullet yesterday when I wasn't doing takeaways and the Welsh was... And the Rockets come back from 25 points down to win. Oh, I would have been obnoxious. Good thing that was a Welsh day. But uh, don't think I was going to let that go unnoticed because it was uh, pretty awesome to see. But anyway, let's talk about uh, the stuff that happened around the NBA today. And I saw this story and I just was floored. The guy that yelled the racist stuff, or apparently, allegedly, uh, yelled the racist stuff at Russell Westbrook 
last year. You guys remember he was uh, on the Thunder. They go to play Utah, and he gets into it with the crowd. Uh, the guy screams some stuff at him, and then there was that clip of Westbrook, you know, threatening the guy. So it was an ugly exchange, and um, because of it, this guy uh, Shane Kiesel. He was suspended from jazz games for his life. He got a lifetime ban because of the stuff he said. And they did an uh, investigation into what happened and all that stuff, too. This wasn't a, uh, you know, this wasn't a thing where it was unwarranted. And the next night, also, the owner of the jazz came out and talked about, uh, you know, the code of conduct for fans and all this stuff and made a long speech about it and talked about how this stuff uh, can't be done anymore. And then there was also stuff changed in uh, the um, offseason about the type of conduct that's acceptable from fans in the NBA guidelines. Like They're not allowed to talk about anything that's not the action on the court with the player. So if you're going to yell at a player about something, uh, you better be yelling at them about their performance in the game because otherwise you're going to get the boot uh, for it. So, I mean, a lot of stuff has happened, and this guy um, is suing Russell Westbrook and the Jazz for $68 million in damages and 32 extra million, because why not, for his girlfriend who was there with him, who was part of the, you know, things that Russell Westbrook said. So I, I don't know, you know, where he would get off thinking that this is going to net him anything but more bad press. And he said he's already lost jobs uh, because of it. And I guess his girlfriend has too. But I would describe it as play stupid games, win stupid prizes. So it sucks uh, all the way around. And it's even worse that this stuff is being drug out now. It's just, you know, it's not a good look for anyone involved in this situation. So it sucks. But I just couldn't believe, you know, you read that and you start thinking of frivolous lawsuits. And, and uh, I don't know how frivolous this one is. Obviously, I wasn't there, but you would think there would be people leaping to this guy's defense if, um, you know, if it wasn't that bad. And I never saw anyone doing that. So maybe I'm not looking at the right place, but I can't imagine it wouldn't have uh, popped up somewhere where I would have seen it. Uh, the other story before we get into the scores and stuff is Zion. He has full weight bearing ability on his knee, but is still, quote, a ways away from coming back. That's according to David Griffin, the president of the Pelicans. And uh, he said it's an important time for him because he's fully weight bearing. If we're going to see a setback, it would be now. So it's interesting that he's full weight bearing and they're saying, you know, if he's ever going to have a setback, it's now. And I, I understand that it's you get really close. But when you start ramping up, uh, then that's when you have the setback. You know, you pull something, you do tweak something, whatever it is. Uh, that's when it generally happens. I get that. But. I don't understand why he's still a ways away if he's ramping stuff up and he's fully weight bearing and all that stuff. So uh, I, you know, my buddy Jonas Nader, uh, who works over at Rotor World, he's he suggested a couple times that this could be a red shirt year for Zion. He says I don't expect it to be, but if it happened, I wouldn't really be surprised at all. So I don't know. I don't know if I would either. But 
Uh, I think that they need to, him to get out there and at least play at the end of the year to get uh, used to the grind and all that stuff and not be nervous going into next season and, you know, just give him a little bit of an opportunity to play and uh, kind of know what NBA games are like at full pace and all that stuff. So uh, I, if he has a chance to play, I would definitely uh, get him in there. But let's get to the scores today and the Pacers. Go 105 over the Lakers, 102 in Indiana, and that snaps a seven-game winning streak and 13-game road winning streak for the Lakers in this one. Malcolm Brogdon uh, made a layup with 36.4 seconds left to put the Pacers up one, Then Sabonis was fouled and knocked down his two free throws, and the Lakers had two shots at it with 10 seconds left but missed both of them, and they didn't score in the last minute and 40 seconds of this game, so it was all Pacers down the stretch. The Lakers just didn't really shoot very well in this game from deep. 8 of 31, 26%, and uh, 8 of 17 from the line. 47% from the line is absolutely not going to win you any games there. So uh, for the Pacers, Sabonis 26, 10, and 4. Miles Turner 16, 7 with two steals and two blocks. Malcolm Brogdon 14, 5, and 6 with a block. 6 of 16 shooting, though. Not great. Uh, Jimmy Lamb only had four points. Uh, TJ Warren 12, 5 with an assist, a steal, and three blocks on 5 of 12 shooting. Uh, 0 for 2 from deep. For the Lakers, LeBron, 20 points, 9 boards, 9 assists, almost a triple-double in this loss. Only shot 8 of 20, though. 0 for 6 from deep. Uh, AD did not play in this one. JaVale McGee, 10, 8, and 1 with 3 blocks. Jared Dudley was in the starting lineup and only had 3 points in 15 minutes. Uh, KCP, 10 points, 4 boards, an assist and a steal. And Dwight Howard actually was second scoring for the Lakers with 20 points. Six boards and two blocks. Uh, going over to the Kings, 102, going down to Charlotte, 110, bringing Charlotte to a 13-17 and 17 record and 12-15 and 15 for the Kings. The Hornets out-rebounded the Kings 51-33 to 33 in this one, uh, and it was a huge Malik Monk game, too. 23 points, 10 boards, 4 assists, a steal on 9-12 of 12 shooting, 3-4 from the line, and 2-4. of four. From deep, he was fantastic in this one. He said, I, I saw a little bit when I looked at the stat sheet uh, that everybody else was off. We were just off, uh, and there wasn't anybody else scoring, so somebody had to step up, and I was able to do that. Uh, and 14 of his 23 points, which was a season high, by the way, for him, were in the fourth quarter. He says, I was attacking the rim, wasn't being too passive, and just looking to score first. Uh, James Borrego said he was fantastic on both ends of the floor. Uh, to have 10 rebounds is just a credit to his engagement on that end of the floor rebounding, defending, attacking the rim. I thought he was fantastic. Really proud of his effort tonight. Our bench tonight was great, too. And uh, kind of a surprise in this game, uh, De'Aaron Fox came back. I didn't realize he was coming back today. And, uh, you know, I just saw come across my crawl there and um, that he was coming back and he played 30 minutes, 19 points, two boards, nine assists, uh, two steals, six of 13 shooting five of six from the line and two triples as well. Luke Walton said it was nice to get De'Aaron Fox back out there. I thought he looked good and was moving well, created some good looks and opportunities for us. And we will continue to get better 
and learn from this game. For the Hornets, besides that huge Malik Monk game, we had a 15-4-7 and seven with a steal and a block for Devontae Graham. Terry Rozier, 11-6-6 six six with a steal and a block. Cody Zeller, 17-9-4 with two blocks on 6-13 of 13 shooting. Uh, Big Mac with the double-double, 10-12-2, uh, three fouls for him. And uh, 16 points off the bench for Marvin Williams with three boards, a steal, and two blocks as well. On the King side, we had uh, Buddy Heald, 14 points, two boards, two assists, and a steal on only 5 of 13 shooting. Rashawn Holmes, 11-5-1 with two steals and three blocks. Huge game for him for a fantasy nerd. Uh, Harrison Barnes, 14-4-1. Bealey to 12-5-3 with two steals and a block as well. Uh, Then we go over to the Knicks and Hawks. And uh, this was actually an exciting game. A lot of points, 143 to 120. The Knicks win, getting their seventh win. They're seven and 21. Uh, the uh, Hawks are six and 22 now. And the Knicks outshot the Hawks 55 to 45 percent in this one. And the, the Hawks shot 43 threes, but they only made 15 for 34 percent. And the Knicks uh, won on the boards as well, 55 to 36. Uh, Marcus Morris said, we're trending in the right direction. I'm not uh, going to go out and say we're going to make the playoffs, but uh, that's what we're fighting towards. Uh, we're pretty much tired of the way the season was going. We just decided we needed to make enough uh, we needed to make some changes. Um, and this is the fifth straight loss for the Hawks. And, uh, you know, Coach Pierce said, as expected, a very frustrated room. It's tough when you come off an effort you have on Sunday against the Lakers and you come here. They only lost by five to the Lakers. Uh, we couldn't uh, hit first. We played on our heels. We let a lot of things impact our effort. That's the biggest thing I keep talking about, competitive spirit, trying to find the effort. We don't have it right now. So that sucks. It sucks to hear that from your coach, especially when you're having a terrible, terrible season. Uh, for the Knicks in this one, uh, Marcus Morris, 22-4-2. R.J. Barrett had 27 points, six boards, an assist, and a steal. A career-high 22 points for uh, Mitchell Robinson, 13 rebounds, a steal, and two blocks on 9-13 of 13 shooting, and he went 4-4 from the line. Uh, Taj Gibson continues to start for some reason. 19 minutes, 2 points, 3 boards, 3 assists. Uh, Julius Randle, 17-11-2. Going over to the Hawks, uh, Trey Young, 42 points in this one. Four rebounds, eight assists on 16 of 29 shooting for 55%. Seven threes as well, and he was the entire offense pretty much for the Hawks in this one. Hunter had 19, 5, and 4 with a steal. Eight of 19 uh, shooting and 0 for 5 from deep. Uh, Kevin Herter came back. Apparently, his shoulder's okay. 14, 3, and 5. Three steals and a block as well. Let's go to the Nets over the Pelicans. 108-101 in overtime, bringing the Nets to 15-12. and 12. The Pelicans down to 6-22. and 22. They only shot 34% in this game. Spencer Dinwiddie said, I know I sound like a broken record, but it's the same old thing. If we can hold the team to 100, we have a chance to win tonight. We are pretty bad offensively. Yeah, Joe Harris said the shots will definitely come. We're just going to go continue to be aggressive. Sometimes you're going to have a couple games, a stretch where you might be off. But what's important is that the defense has been constant throughout. That's something that's really encouraging. That when you can play that solid defensively and give your 
yourself a chance to win. Uh, Alvin Gentry said the guys are still uh, competing and playing hard. This is probably our best offensive game against a team that's a really good offensive team. I don't think we got the surge. I thought we played. I thought we battled. Uh, we just came up short. For the Nets, another huge uh, Spencer Dinwiddie game while Kyrie Irving continues to sit. 39 minutes, 31 points, two boards, seven assists, a steal on 11 of 26 shooting and only one three for him. 24 points, six boards, three assists and a block for Joe Harris on eight of 15 shooting, five triples for him. Uh, Jared Allen, 12 and 14 with an assist and six blocks in this game. He has been uh, really good recently. Garrett Temple, only seven points, five boards, five assists. David Nwaba, 12 points and uh, three rebounds for him. On the Pelican side, Brandon Ingram, another great game. 22-10-1 with two blocks on uh, uh, bad shooting. 7-23, didn't realize it was that bad. Uh, then we had uh, Alonzo Ball. Uh, 35 minutes, 10 points, 8 boards, 4 assists. Drew Holiday, 21-5-6 and six with a steal and 2 blocks. Derek Favors uh, ramping it up to 20 minutes tonight. Uh, 7 points, 9 boards, 3 assists, and 3 blocks. So looking a little bit better, but still only shooting 3 of 7 in this one. Josh Hart, 14 points, 9 boards, and a steal in this game. Uh, going over to the Jazz, 109 over the Magic 102 bringing the Jazz to 16 11 on the season and the Magic uh, down to 12 and 15 for them. And Utah uh, out rebounded Orlando 58 to 41, but Orlando only turned the ball over three times. And in this game, Mitchell had this huge dunk in the fourth uh, that sparked, really sparked the entire crowd and team. Uh, to kind of rally on. and he said on a play like that you can't lay it up you've got to go up there and try and dunk it I really don't know how it happened I didn't dunk in warm-ups I just didn't have any legs so he was kind of surprised by his own dunk uh, Quinn Snyder said uh, the guys kept their focus there was no hanging their heads we didn't let those mistakes pull us apart but they brought us together and that's what the game reflected at the end. Uh, Mitchell and Bogdanovich in this one both scored 30 points. And it was the first time the Jazz had teammates score 30 points in a game since Carlos Boozer and Darren Williams did it in 2008. I was just surprised to hear that. Uh, Vucevic was not happy about this game. He said, the game was uh, there for us to take it. We didn't make plays in the last three minutes. It stinks because we fought our way back. We fought hard. Uh, so I just told the guys, look, if we would have played as hard in the first half, we might have won. That's what uh, Clifford actually said. Uh, Mike Conley had missed the last five games. He came back in this one, but he left in the third with the tight hamstring again. So who knows how long of a spell this is going to be for Conley. He has just uh, not been getting it done for the Jazz. Obviously started out bad shooting, and now he's been injured once he finally started shooting well. But uh, for the Jazz in this one, we had Donovan Mitchell, 30 points, three boards, four assists. Bogdanovich, 30, five and five with a steal and um, six threes in this one. Gobert, 12 points, 19 boards, five assists. Uh, Conley played only 19 minutes, had 7.6 boards and a steal. Joe Ingles, 16, 12 and two with two blocks. Going over to the Magic side, Vucevic, 12, 11 and four. Evan Fournier, 19, one and four. Uh, Mark, uh, Markel Fultz, 14, four, two and two steals. DJ Augustine had 22 points, uh, four boards, three assists, a steal and a block on eight of 10 shooting. So not a bad day for Augustine, but the Magic lose. 
in this one. And the last game of the night, the Clippers 120, the Suns 99, uh, 21 and 8. The Clippers are now. Uh, the Suns fall to 11 and 16, and the Clippers outshot the Suns 50 to 40 percent. And this was their first home game back after their two week road trip. They had six straight games on the road, so they've been on the road for two straight weeks. And uh, this was their first one back. It was also the first one back for DeAndre Ayton. And uh, he came back from his suspension, 24 minutes, 18 points, 12 boards, three assists, a block on 9 of 19 shooting. So a pretty decent game for his first one back. I was watching this one a little bit, and the Suns announcers were talking about how he just looks uh, thicker and stronger and bigger. And, of course, with what he got caught doing, he probably should. So not that surprising. But this one wasn't really close. The Clippers doubled up the Suns on a 32-16 to run in between the second and third, and then they were up 21 points going into the fourth and wound up winning by those 21 points. So uh, just not a really close game. But uh, in this one for the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, 20 points, six boards, two assists, and a steal. Uh, PG-13, 24-3-1 with three steals on 8 of 17 shooting. Harkless, 23 minutes and no points. 0 for 2, didn't go to the line at all. Zubats, 12 points, four boards. Patrick Beverly, nine points, three rebounds, and assist in two blocks. And uh, Lou Williams had 20 points, two rebounds, eight assists off the bench. And uh, Harrell uh, in this one, 15 points, five boards, three assists, a steal, and a block. On the Sun side, DeAndre Ayton, I told you about, had uh, 18 points in 24 minutes. Um, not a great stat line. I mean, Ubre 19, four and one with three steals and a block. So he had a pretty good night on eight of 14 shooting with three triples as well. Uh, Bridges had five points. Rubio had four points and eight assists. And he tied a record for, uh, most, um, I think it's nine or more assist nights in a row. And this eight assists snapped it. So, uh, you know, just a weird record that he holds with Steve Nash. A lot of weird records recently. Like, I don't know why they keep him by nines. Uh, and they did the same thing for Rubio here as well. Uh, Kaminsky, 12 points, nine boards, and five assists as the Suns lose to the Clippers. Uh, looking at the Wednesday slate, it's a pretty big one. We've got the Cavs, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Charlotte. Uh, give me the Hornets in that one. The Raptors on the road against the Pistons, no line. We don't know what's going on with uh, Andre Drummond. Is he going to be back? Uh, so give me Toronto on the road in that one. Wizards are favored by one against the Bulls. Give me Chicago on the road. Uh, the Sixers are seven-point favorites against the Heat. I'm going to take, I think, the Heat to uh, the Heat against the spread. Sixers straight up. That's what I'll say. Uh, Timberwolves and the Pelicans no line in this one because who knows who's going to play here. Uh, I'll go with the Wolves at home. Uh, the Thunder, six and a half point favorites against the Grizzlies. Grizzlies have been playing a little bit better. I'm going to take them against the spread. The Thunder at home straight up. Uh, Denver at home against the Magic, no line. Give me Denver regardless of what the line is. Uh, Boston, a one and a half point favorite on the road against the Mavs. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Boston with no Luka for Dallas. And the last one is the Blazers, nine and a half point favorites against the Warriors. Uh, I don't think the Blazers are that good, but they are that much better than the Warriors. So 
I would take them in that game. That's going to wrap it up for me. You can follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. You can follow the Welsh at Is It The Welsh and at The Sports Grid at FNTSY Radio for everybody involved here. Uh, I will see you guys on Friday. Take it easy, everybody. Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.